them. God is known in Judah. His name is great in Israel. Wisdom. The reading is from St. Paul's second letter to the Corinthians. Let us be attentive. Brethren, we are the temple of the living God. As God said, I will live in them and move among them, and I will be their God and they shall be my people. Therefore come out from them and be separate from them, says the Lord, and touch nothing unclean. Then I will welcome you and I will be a father to you and you shall be my sons and daughters, says the Lord Almighty. Since we have these promises, beloved, let us cleanse ourselves from every defilement of body and spirit and make holiness perfect in the fear of God. Peace be with you, the reader. Wisdom arise, let us hear the Holy Gospel. Peace be with you all. And with your spirit. The reading is from the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew. Let us be attentive. Glory to you, O Lord, glory to you. At that time, Jesus went to the district of Tyre and Sidon, and behold, a Canaanite woman from that region came out and cried, Have mercy on me, O Lord, son of David. My daughter is severely possessed by a demon. But he did not answer her a word, and his disciples came and begged him, saying, Send her away for she is crying after us. He answered, I was sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. But she came and knelt before him, saying, Lord, help me. And he answered, It is not fair to take the children's bread and throw it to the dogs. She said, Yes, Lord, yet even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from their master's table. Then Jesus answered her, O woman, great is your faith. Be it done for you as you desire. And her daughter was healed. Instantly. Peace be with you who proclaim the gospel. Glory to you, O Lord, glory to you. Amen. 
In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. There are many phobias out there, irrational fears that haunt and even torment us. Some of the most common among the people in the world that I looked up are the following. Triskaidekaphobia, fear of the number 13. Very common, very common. You know, buildings don't even have a 13th floor. Claustrophobia, fear of being in enclosed spaces. Acrophobia, the fear of heights. Nyctophobia, fear of the dark. Those with children know that one very well. Nosophobia, fear of getting sick. Aerophobia, the fear of flight. And the most universal of them all, thanatophobia, the fear of death. Surprisingly, the one fear that very few have, I believe, is the one that everyone should, the fear of the Lord. Of course, the fear of the Lord is not a psychological phobia and an irrational terror or dread of God, but a reverential awe that gives rise and is necessary for many virtues and blessings. St. Paul even said this morning, Beloved, let us cleanse ourselves from every defilement of body and spirit and make holiness perfect in the fear of God. A holy life is the outcome from the fear of the Lord. And furthermore, the fear of God really does kill all other fears. The remarkable thing about fearing God is that when you fear God, you fear nothing else. Whereas if you do not fear God, you fear everything else. Let us never forget the inspiring words of the psalmist David. The Lord is my light and my savior. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is my defender and of my life. What shall be afraid of? Psalm 26.1. So many scriptures refer to this reverential fear of the Lord. Serve the Lord with fear and rejoice in him with trembling, says David in Psalm 2.11. And again he writes, those who fear the Lord shall not lack any good thing, in Psalm 33.10. By the fear of the Lord, everyone turns away from evil, teaches Proverbs 15.27. Fear God and give him glory, for the hour of his judgment has come, and worship him who made heaven and earth, the sea and the fountains of water, cries out the angel in Revelation 14.7. And possibly the most famous and common saying concerning this theme comes from the wise Solomon. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Proverbs 1.7 and 9.10 and other places in the Bible. Like many Proverbs, this one is layered. The fear of God is the beginning of wisdom in several ways. 
Fearing, fearing God, first of all, grounds wisdom. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, like the foundation of a house is the beginning of that house. You cannot have a house without a foundation. You cannot have wisdom without the foundation of the fear of God. The strong structure and beautiful home of wisdom cannot exist without the unshakable foundation of godly fear. Fearing God also produces wisdom. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, like a spring is the beginning of a stream. The fear of the Lord produces wisdom, like an apple tree produces apples. Put wisdom under a microscope, and it has the same genetic code as the fear of the Lord. The fear of God generates and causes and creates wise choices, wise habits, and wise priorities. Fearing God also cultivates, we would say, wisdom. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, like the work of the gardener is the beginning of the harvest. The fear of God weeds out hatred and anger and gossip and laziness, and rather plants love and gentleness, healing words and diligence. Wisdom's fruits are planted with the seed of godly fear. Fearing God finally summarizes wisdom. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom like love is the summary of all ethics. At the end of the wisdom book called Ecclesiastes, Solomon once again summarizes everything that had been written in that book. He says, listen to the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep his commandments, for this is the entire duty of man. We hear little about the fear of God these days, brothers and sisters, but if we want to be wise and live according to the ways of God, well, we'll just have to swim upstream and against the current. Fear God and we will find divine and heavenly wisdom to guide us through this life. And concerning this topic, St. Maximus the Confessor, in his beautiful work, 400 Chapters on Love, has this insightful teaching. The fear of the Lord is twofold. The first kind is produced in us from threats of punishment, from which come self-control, patience, hope in God, and detachment. And all these produce love. The second kind of the fear of the Lord is always joined to love itself and forever produces reverence in the soul for God. We see in this divine teaching the proper understanding of the fear of the Lord and its fruit. For at the start, fearing God's judgment and punishment, we progress from controlling our passions 
to keeping his holy commandments, to hoping in God, to separating ourselves from the defilements of the world, and finally arriving at love itself. Then attaching and always joining to this love, the fear of God, a sacred reverence and awe for the Lord remains in the soul and abides there forever. This is why the fathers of the church teach that love is not opposed to fear, but arises from it. Blessed is a soul that has been awed by the view of God's majesty, that has had a vision of God's fearful greatness, his ineffable holiness, his perfect righteousness, his irresistible power, his sovereign grace, said one writer. And so, brothers and sisters in Christ, let us fear the Lord because this leads to true and heavenly wisdom, to the keeping of his commandments, and to love itself. And once more, let us hear the divine apostle who told us this morning, since we have these promises, beloved, let us cleanse ourselves from every defilement of body and spirit, and to achieve perfect holiness out of the fear of God. And to him be the power and the glory and the worship forevermore. Amen. You may stand at this time.